gonna go down on me. <laughs> okay. Tried to unzip my shirt. No. Did you want to make them bigger so you can see them? Uh, no, I think you're gonna be okay. I think it's all right. Okay. Um. Oh. All right. Alrighty. Welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Saylet. And, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's us. We're back. <laughs> Glad you guys downloaded another episode. Thank you. Yes, good, yes. Good, good to be back. Did, hi. Hi. Hello. It's been a while. No, it hasn't. We have not recorded <laughs> for a month. So, uh, you know. Little rusty. There was a snowstorm yeah. in Denver. Mm-hmm. We had a blizzard, and our uh, recording Studio area was closed. To, they're like, uh, "Don't come because we're, we're not uh, here." <laughs> so we didn't, and uh, now we're trying to f- catch up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's all good. All righty. All right. So uh, first off, we are a podcast oh! to read. <laughs> Did you guys want to know what you're listening to? <laughs> and reviews paranormal romance novels. And sometimes other romance yeah. novels that Actually, aren't paranormal. Yeah. We might be doing that a little bit more in the future. Yeah, I think so. Stand by. <laughs> I think so. We're not sure we're reading only paranormal dirty books. Wait, what's our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> paranormal romance novels. Oh, where we read and review. <laughs> because it's fun. Are we going to? All right. So I, gotta, I have a, a quickie for you all right give it to me coke or pepsi pepsi Pepsi. also though here's the truth i don't drink soda (laughs) (laughs) and if i do i drink orange soda (laughs) oh my god me too i don't drink pop but Uh what i do it is orange the orange soda but for me it's coke or yeah for me it's coke Mm -hmm. i don't like the pepsi i don't like the way it makes my teeth feel everyone says that it's weird i think they're wrong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I grew up uh, Pepsi. Like, I would only drink Pepsi. I wouldn't drink Coke mm. um, as a kid. And we'd go to the grocery store and get a 12-pack of Coke and a 12-pack of Pepsi. And my brother knew that I wouldn't drink any of the Coke. So he would drink all the fucking Pepsi first. Oh, what a <laughs> So I'd get a couple. I'd get a couple out of the 12-pack. But he consumed that knowing that as soon as the Pepsi was gone, he had Coke to himself. Wow. <laughs> Way to go, Alex. Yeah. And I was like, wait, this isn't working out for me in <laughs> some this way. This hardly seems fair. What is going on? Of course, on? in reality, he was just saving me uh, empty calories and soda. So I'm okay. Really? It's he not, was just looking out for you? He was. So it's okay now. I'm not, I'm not upset about it at all anymore. I'm not bitter uh, about my childhood and all the things Alex got that I didn't. It doesn't bother me in any way. No. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we grew up with Pepsi in our house, too. And then I had Coke, and I was like, this shit's way better than the other shit. See, I think Coke's sweeter. And I know I think Coke right. people don't agree. No, I think you're right <laughs> about that. Their complaint is always that Pepsi's too sweet, but I just don't think that. And actually, now, all pop is too sweet. As a Absolutely. kid, it wasn't. Yeah. Because kids love and crave sugar like crazy. But the older I get, the more I'm like, why would I ever consume this? What's your least favorite pop? Oh, oh, um, I'm not a fan of Mountain Dew at all. Any versions. Mm, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, Dr. Pepper is a little much, but I have been known to drink it in the past, especially that, um... Mr. Pip? No, 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 no. When Dr. Pepper had the ex- the special other flavor. <laughs> the was cherry it? one? Or, like, vanilla or something. I don't remember. Oh. 
It was short-lived, I think. I don't think it exists any longer. <laughs> but uh, I just don't. I worked really hard to stop drinking Coke and or all soda. Yeah. Because yeah. it was, uh, it's not healthy. It you shouldn't not. do it. It's it is a not. lot of sugar mm-hmm. on your teeth and in your body. Yeah. I don't drink it much either. No. Yeah. Iced tea now. Oh, that's mine. No iced sugar. Tea, no Straight sugar. Just black. black iced oh, tea. It's the best. It's my so favorite good. Drink. You get it. It's not. Yeah. It's not just water, but it mm-hmm. has no calories. Mm-hmm. So I hate Dr Pepper. That's the worst. I don't care what anybody says. It's not great. It's a weird it's soda. Fucking worst. <laughs> I hate it, and it's so fucking sweet. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. A, we're done. We're good. Thanks, guys, yeah. for our <laughs> soda chat. <clears throat> anyway, all right. What did we read this week? All Month, right. Two this weeks. This episode. episode. <laughs> Bring in there. <laughs> oh, this mic is losing its it's shit hot on me. Hot mic. It's like okay, all right. So we read "Waking the Watcher" by Kim Lorraine, narrated by Will Watt and Susan Fouch. I believe is how they said her name. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, let's go with that. Nice. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, we listened to this book. Oh boy, did we! This ever. is a sexy fucking this book. Is so sexy it was. There's gonna be a lot of hard breathing into the mics and stuff. Oh, episode, I should, that guys. was just me. That was... <laughs> Sorry, that was offensive. <laughs> All right, Clit's note says. <sighs> Clit's notes. Um, wow. So <laughs> apparently, back in the day, some angels fell in love with humans. And it was a big problem for heaven. So those angels were cast out and sent to earth. And then they, in some form, maintained their immortality in that they exist. (laughs) I guess it's hard. They use other people's bodies as Exist, yeah. yeah. But they can't on their own. So they end up inside of other beings and they tend to end up really well inside of vampires because they don't die or something like humans do or whatever. So sometimes... No. What? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, there's a certain subset of vampires that have what are termed watchers. And they are usually dormant angels that kind of act as succubi when they get woken up. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just like, wait... Anyway, the, basically what you need to know is there's a vampire named Galen and there's a human named Reese. And she's out clubbing one night because she is 21. She's 20 young. 20 young. Mm-hmm. She's not, <laughs> and not our age. She's, <laughs> and she's decided that, you know, it's been, she's she's been a virgin for long enough and she's out there ready for, she's trying to find a quick one night stand, just get it over with, out of the way, you know, not, you know, because it virginity is a social construct that is bullshit and we need to ring 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 <laughs> lots of soapboxes i could get onto about that but we will pass it on for now um so anyway she's ready she's ready to explore sexuality and like her her sexual side so she's out clubbing and galen's out looking to drink and he notices her and gets hard which is unusual because as a vampire (laughs) in this world, vampires don't have boners. They don't get boners. Am I wrong? You're laughing, but I think I'm right. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm right. Now I don't know. I think I'm right. No, they don't get something. They They don't. No, they don't get boners because that's why his friend was happy to take on 
that's skipping all the way to the end. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to take on the let's watcher? just, we're going to say this. This oh, is the way the oh, thing is happening. Spoiler, spoiler. Anyway, spoiler of the spoiler. So, <laughs> so he becomes obsessed with her and he's like, hits on her and bring, like, they kiss. And then she gets uncomfortable or something and turns him down. <laughs> Why do I not remember this? Guys, we it was a snow day and we missed our recording and now everything's shot to shit. Here's, here's what I could say about this. I don't remember the first part either because as soon as you get into the sex, uh, the, all, the whole rest. The, whole, the rest of the book. That's sex. all it is. And it's anyway. crazy. Okay. It's crazy good. So there's, but... there's a little bit of back and forth and they meet a couple of times before they actually have sex. And then eventually he can't stop thinking about her. He can't even eat. Like he can't even prey on other people mm-hmm. and feed on blood because he's so obsessed with like this woman he met and every time he meets her he gets turned on and again i'm pretty sure that vampires can't get turned on so he's like what is happening to me (laughs) so so he eventually they end up having sex and somehow like he starts talking to his vampire friends and they decide that he must be carrying a watcher so a watcher is one of these angel spirits that live on in people and they're constantly searching for their soulmate that is the reason they fell from heaven and if they meet their soulmate they wake up so he's concerned that he's killing her because every time they have sex she gets real weak like and he doesn't even feed for the first couple times right on her blood but she gets sick and like at one point she's in the she like sleeps for a week. Yeah. And it's like it's not and great. And it's not just because the sex is great. Well, yeah, the sex I sounds mean, pretty fucking good. It sounds great. <laughs> uh, but there are other underlying issues. Intense, <laughs> yeah. It's really good. So they work through a lot of issues where Risa's roommate, my favorite character in the whole book. Um, Trisha is like that asshole with Strocker <laughs> because he does just keep randomly popping up in places that like they met at a random club and then the next time he shows up it's at her work yeah now it was a coincidence but is it I mean she does work in a bar <laughs> club jazz thing. club yeah but still then he shows up like in when she's running in the park I mean I mean he's a stalker it's a little crazy yeah yeah anyway yeah. So so she tries to get away from him, and then he comes, and she can't get him out of her mind. She's pretty obsessed with him, too. Yeah. And then, mutual. all of a sudden, Sariel wakes up, and he is the angel being. So we have two beings inside of one body, and he starts talking to Galen and trying to take control, because he thinks that Reese is his mate. Mm-hmm. And that means that he's found his one and only, and he can, I don't know, I don't understand the end game. He can for leave the, the host's body. <laughs> yeah. No. Right. No, he... <laughs> he'd have to just take over the host's body and make Galen go away. Oh, I thought he could leave it once he found his mate. No. But he didn't want to leave it because he didn't want Galen to die. Because Galen would then... Yeah. Okay. No, he wanted to just take over Galen's life. <laughs> okay. And live with okay. his mate. <laughs> but... Uh, Reese is like, no, I'm not I'm, in love with you. I'm not your mate. I love Galen. Mm-hmm. Like you are distinctly different people, even though you're cohabitating within one body. Mm-hmm. And every time Sariel shows up, his eyes are different, and he talks different, his accents different. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't connect with him. Right. And Sariel's just convinced that she has to be his mate. So there's a big, you know, internal fight about that because then Galen gets sad and goes away for a little bit, but she doesn't like. Sariel and she doesn't put out for Sariel and Sariel has to accept that and eventually 
it comes around that, nope, she is Galen's mate, not Sariel's. Mm -hmm. So the other Watchers are trying to find Sariel because they want all of the Watchers to storm heaven and take back their place in heaven. Because they they need them all. They think if they all come together, they'll have enough power Mm -hmm. to actually force God's hand into letting them back in. Yep. So they're going to fight God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mad at you, Dad. (laughs) Right? They're they're upset. Um, So now that he's woken up, Galen basically has a target on his back because Sariel, they can sense Sariel. So before, no one could sense him because he wasn't awake. He was dormant, yeah. And now that he's awake, they're coming for him. And they're coming for her, too, Mm because they think Reese is his mate as well. And they can control Sariel through Reese. Like, they will kill her, send her soul to heaven. So now he has to go to heaven to find her. So everyone almost dies a couple of times. There's a big battle. Uh, Trisha dies, which is super fucking upsetting because <laughs> she really is a great character, oh, and Trish. I like cried. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then at the end, one of the archangels is was it Gabriel? I think it was Gabriel. Yeah, like shows up and he's he notices what's happening. He knows that Sariel's trying to fight against the other Watchers, mm-hmm. so he wants his help in his war. And Galen's like, no, I don't want to give up my body to Sariel. And Reese is like, that's not fair. <laughs> like, that's, you know. I'm pregnant. And she's pregnant. <laughs> right, she's pregnant. I fucking need you, asshole. You said you couldn't get me pregnant, and now I am. Right, so. yeah, that was a big Deal issue. With it. Yep, yep. <laughs> so um, Gabriel pulls some strings, helps transfer Sariel to another vampire, Gabe's friend, who's willing to take him. Mm-hmm. And then turns Gabe, wait, Galen. What am I talking about? <laughs> Galen then becomes normal. He's not even a vampire. Yeah, they turn him anymore. back human. We found the anti-vampire Book. serum. This is it, <laughs> It's guys. an angel. It's an angel. <laughs> you, you need to be Gabriel and reach down into hell and reclaim the soul, or I guess purgatory, and reclaim. So he reclaimed yes. Galen's soul, gave it back to him, so now he's human again. That's all you need. And so he and Reese are human, and she's pregnant, and they're going to have a baby, and it's, it's happily ever after. In Ireland. It's yeah. It's great. And uh, I forgot his vampire friend's name, but now I he has Sariel. I feel kind of bad that I forgot his name. He was a cool character. He was a cool character. Oh. I just didn't write it down, and now I don't know how to recall it <laughs> from my brain. Anyway, guys. Yeah. So that sounds like a lot, but really, <laughs> the book is just sex. Oh, I mean, it it's other sex. things, but it is a lot of sex. Okay, so before we, we read this book, before we started listening to this, <laughs> we did put a post on our Instagram about how we were going to start Waking the Watcher now, and we tagged Kim Lorraine on this, <laughs> who, by the way, is um, a, a Midnight Coven author. Yeah, I think she started the Midnight yeah, Coven, kind of, or it's her know. idea, or I whatever. But I can't say whatever. that for certain, she's guys. She's fucking amazing, so it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. she's just read her books. And she made a, a comment on it, which, of course, we always get fangirl about it, but... <laughs> <laughs> she's like oh god this this gets dark guys this gets dark deep and she's like nervous and we're like oh my god it's gonna be amazing <laughs> sex dude oh squishy Jesus. squishy squishy all around in this i had fucking book to stop listening at work because i was like this <laughs> has crossed the line that i oh, yeah. could no longer be sitting at my desk in the yep. office listening to this mm-hmm. book it is inappropriate <laughs> i am i am moving around way too much in my seat <laughs> Mm. way too turned on <laughs> and i can't I, so i had to like 
come home. <laughs> I was like, Patrick, I'm going to go in the bedroom and listen to this book. <laughs> you don't need to be around for a minute. <laughs> I'll let you know when I'm ready. <laughs> Just give me some space. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm listening to an incredibly sexy book right now. Oh, my God. And the narration was exactly what we wanted in oh, the dual so narration good. thing. So it wasn't like one one character did. Um, yeah. So it was exactly like. It was the. the every line that was her line was read by. And she spoke it. What is her name? Susan. <laughs> yeah. So every line that was Reese's line was spoken by. Or every Susan. female. Line, That's true. Other, like Trisha, Trisha too. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Will did all, all of the, the male, male mm-hmm. um, actors. So instead of having that like. Sometimes it like each chapter would just be a different narrator. This yeah. one was just back and forth in, yeah. in conversation. Because this book was like many other books where it's like it's Galen's chapter and then it's Reese's chapter and then Galen's and Reese's and then in the in the books that we've listened to in the past, Galen did all of that chapter or even the the male did the, all of the the, the male chapter, narrator would do all of the male including chapter, the female voices, including the female voices. Yeah. So this was fucking perfect. I loved it so much. I enjoyed it so much. This is exactly the one, the type of narration that I was waiting for. And fucking Will. Mm. Jesus Christ. Oh. His, his Irish. Irish is already my favorite accent. And I was dying oh, listening to this. He just was, hit, like oh. even the parts that weren't sex. Right. Him just talking and having thoughts about shit mm-hmm. in his Irish accent was like <laughs> a turn on. <laughs> It was so amazing. I loved it so like, much. I don't know if his normal accent is American or if he is Scot- yeah, like Irish know. or what. I'm not sure. But holy hell, if anyone has Irish books, they should have to narrate them. <laughs> they, oh, they were so good. And he did really – And I mean, they both did. Both Susan oh, and fantastic. Will did. And you could tell the difference between the different characters. And so, like, that was uh, – it was so because great to listen to. at some point – Galen and Sariel inside the same person are yes. having a conversation yes. and Will is going back and forth between an Irish brogue and a flat like a North American no, yeah. English accent yeah American whatever uh, and it's just like having that back and forth within the accent like it was fascinating and yeah. it was really interesting to listen to and yeah he did a really good job with it was it. so good I can't wait to listen to another one of his his was mm. I mean, Susan did great too. Oh yeah, no, but, she you know she did a really good yeah, job. It was the that fucking Irish accent will give me every every time. fucking time <laughs> as man. long as it's good. Oh, it was every time so good. Oh. So yes, appreciate that very much. Yeah, this was a really good book to listen to. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it would have been. I really I'm glad we listened to it. Yeah, it would have been good to read too. I'm sure, but I especially with how detailed and hot the sex scenes were, mm-hmm. like getting to hear that. Instead, instead of having to like just read it on my own was yeah. really like that was <laughs> I'm getting the vapors guys I'm panning myself as we talk I'm it's just like awesome. oh my god this book was hot so much sex so much sex so much orgasm so much oh and great everywhere like oh, yeah such good sex <laughs> <laughs> it was so we good. recommend it absolutely so there was one scene where sex was going to happen. Oh, this is a great scene. This is a great scene. So this is actually when we first meet Sariel. Yeah. When we're just well, like, when Reese when... first meets him. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Because we hear we him kind in the of, background. Yeah, yeah. we kind him of and... had an idea about him. But this is the first time he took over completely. Yeah. And, and it comes with different eye color, different accent. Yeah. And, of course, Reese doesn't know. No. So she thinks she's interacting with Galen. And it's... um. 
it's pretty like this is intense in a different way it was an intense sexy it was actually i was scared in this scene oh terrified yeah because sariel needs he feeds like we said he i think we called him an incubi Succubi. We said succubi, but he'd be an incubi. So he feeds from sexual energy. And that was actually why at the beginning of the book, um, Reese was getting so sick, is without noticing or realizing what was happening, Sario was taking a lot, like Galen couldn't tell, but Sario was taking a lot of energy mm-hmm. um, from Reese, and she would get really sick afterwards. And so Galen stopped having sex with her because once he figured it out, because he was like, oh, yep. wait, I can't. Something's she's, happening. She's dying. And that was the big fear was that Saria would drain her life. And so he stopped having sex with her and he stayed away. And she went out dating she, or she tried to go out and kind of like. She tried to get over him and move on. Yeah. And, yeah. Go out dancing. And she ended up dancing with this guy. And of course, Galen Saria <laughs> slash you know, Galen slash sorry, I'll show up at the same club and see her slow dancing next mm-hmm. to a guy and like kind of making out a little bit. And he like gets pissed and she goes home and he shows up because, you know, boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> get crossed. Get a little fuzzy. <laughs> um, but I can't remember exactly how it goes. But anyway, Sariel is the one in charge at this, at this, yeah. when this scene happens. He's taken over and the vessel. She is still attracted and turned on because it is still the body she's attracted mm-hmm. to. It's still Galen's body. But she just can tell something's a little bit off. So they, they're proceeding towards sex. They're making out and he gets her down on the couch and he's on top of her and he's, you know, putting his hands on her. And she just is like, I don't feel this. And so she says, no, mm-hmm. no, stop, stop, get off of me. And Sariel does. He does. Oh, God. Yeah. It was such a perfectly written consent scene that I really, like, I stopped and was like, that's how these need to be done now. Absolutely. Uh, We don't get a lot of them. Like, even when there is consent, it's not as vocal and positive as Mm -hmm. necessarily it needs to be to kind of like, you know, we're in a new day and age. Mm -hmm. The whole Me Too everything and, and the way... We're kind of realizing interaction, sexual interactions between men and women have gone for so long needs to start changing to make sure that everyone's really taking this seriously, that you're getting full wholehearted consent when you have sex. Mm -hmm, You're not mm -hmm. kind of pushing that limit to or that boundary too far. So he's all good and he really wants to. He's like starving. Yeah. But she says no. And he goes like, I can't do that if she says no. And that that was the beautiful part is she bluntly said no. And he, like... They were already, like, Kim, half into yeah. sex, practically. Kim wrote out that, his emotion, and how he was, like, just hard and ready for her and ready to just fuck. And she even explained, this is just what he wants. He just wants that. He doesn't want anything really no. to do with her. Mm-mm. He just wants her energy. He wants her sex. He That's all he wants. And then he gets angry, but he is compelled to stop. Like, not compelled. He Well, yeah, he is compelled to stop. He stops because he knows he has to. Mm-hmm. And she writes that out she explains that situation she explains his thought process mm-hmm. which was beautifully written mm-hmm. i think because he was still like annoyed and angry and like mm-hmm. what the fuck like and confused. he's all of the things that women fear their yes. the reactions women mm-hmm. fear that if they say no too late right like, th- that it's too late it's we've gone too far right. i can't say no now mm-hmm. because he'll get mad right and that's the fear and yep. we need to push against that and be like no i'm allowed to say no at any fucking point yes even if sex has started even if the dick is in my vagina during i'm gonna be like no i'm done now yes so it was really well written for that purpose and to like show and like of course galen's freaking out on the inside because he thinks sariel's gonna rape reese and he's like what the fuck are you doing yeah 
Sariel doesn't. He backs off. He mm-hmm. is angry and upset. Sariel has anger issues. <laughs> yeah. Galen sort of does too. <laughs> I well, think he's yeah. a little bit, yeah. I think they're all a little unstable in their own way. I think being like <laughs> immortal beings who feed on blood or the sex energy of other humans might make you might unstable. Might affect your cognitive ability. <laughs> you might not be the best yeah. choice, make the best choices. <laughs> but yeah, I really loved and wanted to highlight that scene because absolutely, I think more romance needs to incorporate scenes like that and yeah. really make it clear because, you know, hopefully, you know, I wouldn't say two young of girls should be reading this book. Yeah, this maybe. one's intense. I go maybe 18 minimum. <laughs> Definitely 18 and up for this one. <laughs> this one's got a lot in it. But you, we want to model Model that we Absolutely. want we want to model that behavior in books that encourage women's sexuality and, mm-hmm. and and show women that it's okay you're allowed this is what you need to, you know like Be if empowered. you ever yeah feel like it's not right speak it up you know yeah. speak your mind and say this mm-hmm. isn't working for me right now because absolutely your mind and can change in the men middle of it. who should read these as well because i think that all men should also like reiterate to you that you can like you can one you can say no too anyone could say no yeah yeah but two if someone says no you just accept no and you walk away you don't flip out yeah you're gonna be a little bit angsty you probably Mm -hmm. have a boner and it's upsetting (laughs) (laughs) but that's okay you walk out you cool it cool off yeah you walk away you talk it out later sure (laughs) talk it out later sario went through all of the emotions for it and he and she explained it well Kim wrote it that he explained it so well. Like, he went through everything to where it was almost right before he said he was stopping or that he had stopped. I thought that it wasn't going to stop. I was like, well, shit, this guy is very... He feels very intense about this scene. Like he wants to fuck. He's and not going to stop. He's still convinced she's his mate, so he doesn't right. understand how she can be saying no to him. Exactly. He's very confused in this mm-hmm. moment. And so he's, yeah, no, it, it, I was afraid too. I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but we that, don't have a good history with right. books that have. That we've said oh, no. You know, we don't but, like them. Yeah. But this book didn't. It did. It was gracefully written. And I think the message with her, Kim has got a lot of internal fucking messages in here. She's oh, just so like, good. she's got all these like underlying things like about romance novels and about consent. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's smart. There's subliminal messaging in here. That's smart. It is. And I enjoy it. It's really good. I picked well, it up. I mean, at one point, so Trisha at first is all on board for Reese's, you know, going out and having her first time. She's like, lady, just go do it. I'm here for you. Because Trisha's a little bit more into the one night stand. Like, she, that's how she runs her sex life. She's not. Oh, yeah. She's she says, not, get off and get out. That's yeah, her quote. That's that, her motto. That is her motto. <laughs> so she, she isn't, you know, that's how she's uh, approaching her sexuality at this point mm-hmm. in time. She's not in for, you know, long term romance or, and you know, anything like that. She's okay with it. And she's like, you know, just go be done with it. Don't Mm -hmm. let it, you know, don't let it become this big thing. Right. Because that's what society does to women and virginity anyway, is make it into this like giant fucking thing when really it should just be like, whenever you're ready to go explore, do it. Like, don't make a big deal out of it. Whenever you're ready. You. When you are ready. That's all that matters. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not a big thing other than that. Trish is the best friend that everybody needs. Everyone needs a Trish. Everybody but needs a Trish. But then she starts to witness that Galen is a little bit intense and weird. <laughs> and so she gets a little concerned for, for Reese. And mm-hmm. Trish has had a stalker and has this whole long history yeah. with that and how long it took for her to you know overcome it and how many times she had to like move and change her number and all that. So she's like, you got to get out now. This guy's a stalker. Stop it now. And she encourages Reese to, you know, 
and Reese gets convinced that he is, and, mm-hmm. and she she listens to Trisha and tries to end things. And some things come up later that lead uh, Reese to believe that maybe Galen's not a stalker. I mean, sure. they do have an intense emotional attraction that's above and beyond just, you know. I mean, it, I don't want to say that she ends up marrying a stalker because she doesn't. <laughs> it's just an intense beginning. And Trisha's right there helping her out, helping her homegirl out. Oh, yeah. She blocks him and from coming dies. in the house. She doesn't... <laughs> Trish doesn't know, obviously, that he's a vampire or that he's housing a guardian, but she's not afraid of him. And she's like literally blocking him from the door. And Galen practices his self-control with Trish. Mm -hmm. He's got all the power in the world to take her over and just completely like knock her out to kill her. To do whatever he wants to her. Drain her and get her and, out of his way. And he doesn't. And he does not like he her. Does, he doesn't. Because she fucking cock blocks the shit out of him. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's protecting her best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody needs a Trish. Trish dies. I know. You're so sad. I'm so sad. And doesn't Reese kill her? Yes. Reese does end Reese up having to, to kill her. I mean, so Trish becomes a vampire. Mm-hmm. So a watcher slash vampire turns Trish. I don't remember who does. Was it? I think so. I think it gets real convoluted for a little bit about because there's about that the girl the, vampire, the girl vampire who actually is a watcher. Yeah, I don't know her story. <laughs> I can't go I down that path. I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to read that. But I'm pretty that sure one. that the plan was they turned Trish with the hopes of getting like being able to get to Reese through Somehow, Trish, yeah. like with Trish as a vampire. Yeah. And so Reese fights for her life and yeah. ends up killing her best friend, who yeah. is a blood-sucking fiend at the, that point and it is I mean, upsetting she's not trish that's she's not, not trish. that's not trish trish is dead trish is dead but i'm just so sad that trish died i mean <laughs> i'm really not okay Wait, yeah you're, you're way more um she was a cool thin. character <laughs> that's affected you a lot more than i thought it would affect you <laughs> trish. i don't like it when the sassy best friend dies <laughs> The like, sense, who's the sassy best friend? Me. Obviously. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> we all have our roles. <laughs> yeah. I'd be really pissed. <laughs> so funny. But, um, so, yeah. yeah, we should talk about poor Reese did not intend to get pregnant. Oh, yeah. She was really mad after their first night. She went home with him and... They had sex, and she was just like, oh, shit, as soon as it happened, because she got really mad. She's like, we didn't use protection. Yeah. I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the worst way to have a first one-night stand. <laughs> and he's just like, chill out. I don't have any diseases, and I am not capable of reproducing. Right. And she's like, cool. <laughs> and then that wasn't true. <laughs> he was like, I didn't know. I didn't swear. I didn't know it either. I was the- <laughs> I was told I'm not. I can't. And well, th- I think that's why I'm thinking that they can't even have sex. Because, like, that's why his friend was jealous. Because, you know, ever since becoming a vampire, you don't get to have sex because you don't have a boner. I thought there was sex involved in the feeding. Like, they always end up killing the person they have to feed from. Because I remember she was all like, how many people have you killed? But Well, the killing, yes. And he, yeah. he but said I until was... her, he never learned how to stop feeding before they die and but i thought there was sex involved in that i think they i think it's sexual but i don't think it is they have sex there's no intercourse i don't know that i don't i that was my understanding because that is why Mm. his vampire friend was so excited to get a watcher me thinks we have to ask him some questions because i think this here's i think this is another book which is we're finding this a little bit more and more where we're understanding things differently yeah then there's definitely 
we're added to the fact that we're two weeks past when we would have recorded this. And I, I did that. not re-listen. Mm-hmm. I was going to, and then I got distracted I with other things. I, I couldn't do it either. Um, I started it yesterday because I was home for, it was a holiday, and I was home by myself, and I started it, and I just got too horny. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do this all day. <laughs> we wish we could read you guys some of these scenes. There's oh, shit. so many of them. I was just There's like. so many of them. I am and putting so, this down. <laughs> we, like, we had to text each other in the middle. We're like have you started this book yet? <laughs> and we're like, or I said, I think you asked me that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I was almost done with it. And you were like, so much sex. I was like, so much sex, so much sex. I was like, you just wait, you wait till you're not even halfway through yet. <laughs> so much sex. <laughs> good. It was good. 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 Like there's one scene where she, she wants them to go to dinner and have a real date. Cause she's like, look, we just keep having sex. Like, he shows up at her work and they have sex in the back room. Yep. He's, you know, like, everywhere they go, they have sex. So she's like, I think we should just date. Like, we need to go out and have, like, dinner. And he's like, sure, let's put a table between mm-hmm. us. They don't even make it into the restaurant. <laughs> Isn't that when they have sex, like, on outside, like, Wasn't in an it? alley? Yes. Again, he had her against the wall. And, <laughs> and I'm like, Shit. Everywhere. I was like, this everywhere. sounds like a kind of somebody's gonna see this <laughs> like i feel like that got caught on somebody's security oh, camera so, hell yeah it's on mine <laughs> your mine. ring doorbell <laughs> it by purposely face it to alleyways <laughs> so that i could catch the sex happening oh that wow. we wouldn't want to i don't <laughs> no, oh god no <laughs> that would be bad <laughs> that would be bad um there was another okay so reese is a virgin at the beginning of this book and yes I know I've talked about it a lot, <laughs> but I'll talk about it again. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's talk about it again. <laughs> and I really did like in this book, um, she didn't tell him. She nope. wasn't going to make a big deal out of it. Mm-mm. And he didn't pick up on it instantly. Like nope. in some of our past books, I'm thinking mostly <laughs> of our very, very first ah. one, uh, Darkest Kiss, Darkest, Darkest Night. Darkest Night. night. Gina Showalter, The Lords of the Underworld, Maddox and Ashlyn. Uh, <laughs> and they're in the shower and he's cleaning Ashlyn and he like instantaneously feels that hymen and is like, holy shit. And he looks under her legs and is like, oh, she's a virgin. I can see it. Right? There because it there's this big, it's so hard because over and over and over again, doctors and scientists have reiterated there is no virginity test Mm -hmm. there is no standard hymen that every single woman is born with that is a hundred percent proof positive when it has like had encountered a penis Mm -hmm. (laughs) that just does not exist Mm -hmm. hymens come in all shapes sizes from non-existent in some ladies to it covers almost the whole vagina in others and has to be surgically altered in order for them to have like a normal period and stuff and it can tear or it can stretch or it can get less over time as you age. It can change the way it looks, the way it's shaped, the way it feels. All of this is possible. They're just It's just a membrane on your body yep. that you may or may not have. <laughs> and it doesn't prove that you are or are not a virgin. It has zero things to do with these things. I just can't. I'm doing a hard eye roll. I'm just remembering our last uh, Friday fun fuck fact that we put up. That I'm just <laughs> so we're recording this the week after the giant T.I. 
takes his teenage daughter to the gynecologist to have her hymen checked incident, which I just can't. It's going to be months ago for all you people listening to it, it's but it's very news. present for us yeah. nowadays because that one came up and made a lot of people busy. Yes. Which in right, you know, it should, because again, it's another person who is misunderstanding women's bodies mm-hmm. and assuming ownership of her sexuality, that yep. he as her fa- father owns her virginity and yep. it is his right to know about its existence until he deems it okay for her not to be a virgin anymore or whatever the fuck his I, I outmoded ideals are i, I don't yeah. give a fuck <laughs> asshole like it's so stupid and to invade her privacy in such an intense way and then to go talking about it on a podcast you know yep. it just fucking pissed me off and anyway but in this book <laughs> lorraine does it again kim does it sorry and used her last name and the first name. Sorry. <laughs> Kim does Two it first really names. well. And they go. They're starting to fool around. They're like they do a, a little bit mm-hmm. of oral. And mm-hmm. he doesn't like, oh, immediately understand <laughs> that she's a virgin. And all right up to the point where he puts his penis in her. Well, and then and, and then her response, because she gets a little is, bit like she has she a, does have a, she tightens you know, up. Tightens up mm-hmm. and an inhale. Because first times can and they might yeah. not for everybody. Right. But for a lot of women, the first mm-hmm. time is a little painful. Yeah, or a lot. Or intensely painful, or in, depending. Like, in the most painful thing you've ever felt in your life. <laughs> it can be, you know. Either way. So, <laughs> and he he sees her reaction, and that triggers him to yes. understand what just happened. He's like, holy shit, what? Yeah. And yeah. he's ready to stop. He's like, oh, my God, I'm hurting you. Yeah. I can't. And she's like, no, just keep going. We're going to do this. Yes. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to work through this pain. Yep. And, of course, it gets better and she has a great orgasm. Yeah. And I just really I just appreciate that again because it's not – it's getting away from those old ideas that somehow you can look at a woman and know if she's a virgin mm-hmm. or not. And, like, unless she tells you, you can't. You just can't. If exactly. she doesn't – and Reese didn't mention. She and chose not to – None of your it. fucking business. And she doesn't have it. to. She has no, she doesn't have no obligation to tell you. No. None at all. No. And so he, you know, yeah. worked it out. I was like, okay, I guess if you're sure. And, if she, you and know. she, full consent. She's like, no, we gotta, let's go. I want let's to. I am okay with this. this. Let's keep going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I really appreciated that mm-hmm. scene as well. Again, mm-hmm. another really well written scene where you're using a lot of these current you know, issues around women's sexuality yep. that we're starting to really push back into the public space and be like, look, we have to have a conversation here. Oh, yeah. Because guess what? All of these ideas about how hymens work is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to talk about it. Apparently, you got to read sexy fucking novels to learn about this kind of shit because they're not talking about it out no. there. They're not accepting but it. some of the older sexy novels also kind of get it wrong. Let's so start with this one. <laughs> so we're happy to see some of them getting it right. Yeah. I, I really encourage authors and i can understand it wasn't as you know that was the thinking still and so it was it, the fact that it's in older books doesn't surprise me sure but now that now that the public thought and conversation has moved forward and we are really understanding like let's be scientific about this mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. use science and the way it shows you know says things are instead of like you know let's not be science tonight yes yeah. <laughs> like no that and and to be able to send messages to empower women in all sorts of different situations here mm-hmm. with the virginity with the consent this is the type of messages that we should be reading and listening and promoting so exactly yeah so yes yes, yes this book <laughs> yes thank you kim mm-hmm. two thumbs up because that's all i've got i, only I have, have two I also only have two thumbs so now there's four <laughs> <laughs> The janitor just walked past and was like, fuck. <laughs> this 
women are sitting in the room with their real dorky looking. Really weird. Yes. All right. Anything else? (laughs) Okay. All right. So something that made me giggle and -hmm. think about you. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. It's like, I mean, obviously we're doing this together. So I think about you almost all the time. Mm -hmm. Not during the sex scenes. And if I do whatever, who cares? But I don't remember who said what. But there was an explanation about how you need a soul to dream because there were dreams happening mm-hmm. in this book. And the whole time I was listening to one of these scenes, I was like, Kalina doesn't have a soul. <laughs> <laughs> she may be a vampire and she doesn't have a soul because she doesn't dream. <laughs> I don't dream. <laughs> but now you can get your soul back from purgatory. If and I can you, find Gabriel. If you can find Gabriel. And then you won't become immortal. I don't want to be immortal. Which is your goal. I don't. I don't like it. So well, we'll I was. We'll I, I mean, it's pretty interesting to have a vampire become a non-vampire. I love it. There's a scene also in here where, where Reese is like, he's a vampire. I'm gonna Google vampire. Oh, God, I love that so much. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, honey, don't Google vampire because every single vampire is different. You can't just Google vampire. Like not anymore. Not in, no. There. Uh, no. Not in our world. I mean, it's, I mean, especially because it's well. Not for her, but for us, it's you know, it's made up. But it's just like I think it's really hilarious. We had another book too where she went and Googled werewolves. Werewolves, yeah, it was werewolves. <laughs> I know in Discovery of Witches, I'm and, pretty sure the main character Google's like what yeah. to feed a vampire. <laughs> <That's so laughs> I know there's a lots of shows and movies and books and stuff that do. I just think that's so hilarious that they're like, I'm gonna Google this because i feel like this is what they should be. but she's built her vampire completely different you can unvampire yeah that's new and i love it i mean if you think about it no never mind all right <laughs> <laughs> what i was gonna say is not accurate <clears throat> let's do our kiss and tell okay <laughs> Ooh, oh, okay <yeah>. so <laughs> <laughs> okay so for our kiss and tell this episode there's a, a couple of scenes in here where like we said intense sexual happenings <sighs> So I don't th- I think there's only one of these scenes. I don't think that there's more than one where Reese actually says, I think she says his name during sex, which one I don't think I've ever done ever. I don't. I don't you s- don't? I don't say people's names. Oh, my God. I said all the time. No. Mm-hmm. I try not to talk at all. Well, I, I mean, I try not to talk, but what I say, I either moan or say, oh, my God, or say their name. Oh, it's reiterating. Really? Like, yes, it's good for them. They get happy no, about it. He knows his fucking name. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm sure That's he's what not. I'm like, you know your name. You know your name. <laughs> That's funny. I don't. I could, I'll say, oh, my God, and I'll mm-hmm. moan and mm-hmm. say I just, sounds. But mm-hmm. no, I don't really. You don't? Not really. Not No, I know not you really. just said it. I, I don't mind don't. making you say it again. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> Would you like to reiterate that for a fourth time? I'm unbelieving. <laughs> no, I do all the time. Oh, interesting. Very, very much so, yeah. Hmm. I've always thought it was helpful to them. <laughs> so, so might be just me thinking right, this. We, we might. <laughs> I might be taking it from pop culture and assuming that's the way you're supposed to be. <laughs> that's so funny. I don't fucking know. Uh, maybe I'm just terrible and I don't feed into their ego. I just don't. I'm like, oh. I don't. I really. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I understand that perspective and it makes sense. <laughs> but it's such a delicate world for them, I think. <laughs> I don't have an ego about it. So I'm trying to be helpful. You're so nice. I'm like, I know that can be challenging. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. This should be down a way different road. I love it. Let's keep going. This is awesome. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it would be, I don't know. Um, I might have to go have a conversation with somebody <laughs> about whether or not that's good and helpful or if I'm just being irritating. I don't know. If I don't think it's irritating. I'm pretty sure somebody would have told oh, me I'm by sure. now. <laughs> I'm sure it's not irritating. I don't know. I feel, I, for me, it's just so weird. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Okay. <laughs> oh, podcast. This is <laughs> getting this is intense. Great. Okay. I know that it's very difficult to get me off. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to happen. And it doesn't happen most of the time. So I do it as kind of a backup ego, like, smoother. Because I'm like, I'm not going to get there. But okay, I can say <laughs> your name and moan a little bit. I don't fake it or anything. But I'm just like, I don't know. It feels helpful to, I don't know. No, no you don't have to explain yourself. I know I don't have to. I'm trying. I think. I mean, maybe you're, you're just trying to make me understand. What I'm, like, cool. why, or at least my thought process behind it. Because I'm all like, this isn't about you. <laughs> but I'll say your name to make you think it is. That's awesome. <laughs> or whatever. Oh. I don't know. No, that's, that's I'll, like, mumble honey or babe. Oh, see, but I hate those terms of endearment. That's so I'd so much funny. rather just say their name. Uh, sorry, Dan. I'm Maybe sorry. it's his name. Dan. Damn. So. Damn. No. <laughs> that was amazing. I'll just play that in Don't a loop. Don't do that. No, please. <laughs> Why is Kalina in our room? What? What happened here? <laughs> okay, um. so. Sorry. That is actually somehow related to kiss and tell <laughs> it's so so that we have for the day there's a scene where she does scream his name but she then says somewhere or thought somewhere that that was the best orgasm she ever had so which we have to acknowledge she's working with a slightly less than full <laughs> deck of experience i mean she's had herself which you know that, she uses and the he's vampire the vampire well. yeah he's he's but it's her, really, it's herself and her vibrator ver- in comparison to her sex with him. I mean, yeah. that's. Yes. You know. So our kiss and tell for the episode is. I'm pretty sure he said he had the best orgasm of his life. Oh, maybe life. it was. I don't know. It was like mind Both blowing them, I think. was the word I think that they mm-hmm. used. So who was your best orgasm with or who was your mind blowing sex with? Like the most that you can recall or that you, you know. Well, myself (laughs) is always the first answer for me. I don't know. I mean, those vibrators they created have really good, they're really good at their jobs and they're super quick. They're so good at their jobs. That's why we've invented them. That is why. So that's that's the truth. That's the honest truth. Um, But if you're forcing me to pick a second. I'm not forcing you. Do you want to answer first? Since I've already, I don't know, spilled my guts about a lot of shit in this one episode. (laughs) Well, I'm going to be cliche and say my husband. Um, But that's not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe it's because it's just been him for the past 16, 17 years. It could. But obviously, that's half my life or more mm-hmm. than half my life so m- majority of my sexual experiences has been obviously with dan mm-hmm. it's not more than half your life it's honey you're older uh, than that i don't know math <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
I just don't want them to think you're younger than you are. No, no. They know we're old biddies. Um, None of my early boyfriends had ever done that. So I would have to say it would be the ones before Dan and Dan. But the best would have to be was my current. But obviously, like you said, selfies are nice. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I don't think you're you know, being cliche or anything at all. Obviously, being together for as long as you have, that really opens up the opportunity to hit a sexual, like, stride together. Yeah, absolutely. Where you can really be in sync about everything and really make it good like that. I Mm -hmm. mean, I would hope so. Otherwise, what's the fucking point of getting married and being together for a long fucking time? You know how girlfriends have periods on the same time when you're your husband's best friend and when your best friend is your husband... You guys orgasm at the same time. Good for you. He, like, I mean, I think, I don't know if he, like, waits for me, but it really gets him off when I get off. Because mm-hmm. there's that, like you just said, it's that self-esteem thing where I they need so that, they, they need that extra, <laughs> I don't know if they need that extra help, but it helps, it makes him feel better, which mm-hmm. fine. Like, that's great. If we're going to do morning sex, I'm done for it. Like, I can't orgasm in the morning. There's no way. My body's still asleep. I'm like, whatever. My oh. mind is not into it. I just I, can't. I love it. I just can't get off. I, I That is like my best orgasm. Is that your favorite? Absolutely. Oh, I am me. really. No, my, and that's why right, I have to bed. say that my, aside from me, my best orgasm is with my previous guy. Yeah. But I think... <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't have to justify this to the no. audience or to anyone. But, <laughs> you know, we're still new in our relationship, yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, things are working themselves out. <laughs> there are but, yeah, plenty I mean, of times still. He's not a morning person, so. <laughs> Much more. I'm just tired at night. That's so, I'm tired in the morning. I'm not. Because so I don't actually funny. sleep, so that's true. I'm just like, all right, that was a fun lying down for four, <laughs> six hours. Oh, what a waste of my time just lying here. But now I'm ready to go. <laughs> Let's yeah, no, I uh, nothing. I'm just like numb in the morning. I don't even if I try to do it myself with the vibrator or something. It just doesn't. My body is like, dude, what the fuck are you trying? Stop. <laughs> Let me wake up, have some coffee first. Like this mm. is not cool. But Dan, he loves that morning. My favorite is when he's got like morning wood, like because mm-hmm. then I just love playing with it, and then I just I'll do it for him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And satisfaction is for him. But for me, I'm just like I don't care. Just get one, and we're good. Like I'll give myself later. <laughs> just go take a shower. Like we're good. <laughs> no. Cool. Lots of editing in that one. Yeah, we got some issues. Guys. <laughs> Things might have to get cut out. I'm embarrassed now. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't be sorry. Nobody knows who's talking. That's, you don't, you don't you know, know who I am. We started down this path in this podcast knowing full well that some shit's going to come out. No turning back. <laughs> and this is why I tell everyone, don't. <laughs> in my life, you don't have to listen. <laughs> there That's might right. be things you don't want to know. I'll tell strangers about it. Yeah, strangers should listen. Yeah. <laughs> I did have to tell my boss that I said, look, this is happening. So if you happen to come across it, I am sorry. Just in case any shit came down. And I was fully transparent. But other than that, I don't care. Mm -hmm. My mom doesn't understand any of this stuff. And wouldn't know how to work a podcast. (laughs) Right, exactly. She wouldn't have any idea. And I have told my nieces. My mom listens. But yeah, I know. Hi, mom. Going. I I wasn't even like helpful with setting it up or getting <laughs> her like, downloaded. I was like, it's in this thing. You, you can find it if you want. And she totally did. I love it. <laughs> and she downloads. She, and 
this is awesome. Ah, and I'm like, well, leave all right. us a review, mom. Oh, that's uh, no, that's a whole other issue. <laughs> all right, all right. Fun fuck fact. Let's do it. So, in honor of the wonderful consent scene that uh, Kim wrote in this book, we wanted to do a consent-based article for our fun fuck fact. So we went and found a really good one that is just pretty much lays it out. It's called, you know, What Consent Looks Like, and it's on the RAIN um, website, and that's R-A-I-N-N, which is the uh, Rape, Abuse, Incest National Network. So they're a really good resource for anyone who's going through any of those really awful experiences. And if you need them, reach out to them. They are there for help, and they have a lot of resources. But on their website... Under articles, it's called What is Consent? And it just goes through it. It's like, this is what consent is. This is how it works in real life. You can change your mind at any time. This is what positive consent looks like. And this is what it does not look like. So a Mm -hmm. couple of examples, like refusing to acknowledge no, assuming that wearing certain clothes, flirting, or kissing is an invitation for anything more, someone being under the legal age of consent as defined by the state. That's not consent. (laughs) So I think it's just a good, it's a good primer. For everyone mm-hmm. to kind of go mm-hmm. through if you're confused, if the idea of consent is, is kind of new and you'd like to get a better handle of it. Uh, if you have young teenage kids, maybe this is a really good place to start the conversation and yeah. make sure that they are aware both genders and sexualities and all spectrum. Yep. You know, it affects everyone. So learn. Yeah. <laughs> Educate. Educate yourself it. and your family. So, yeah, that's, again, it's um, from the RAIN, R-A-I-N-N dot org is their website, and you should be able to get to it through that. So, once again, Kim, thank you for mm-hmm. bringing that to our attention and writing it so mm-hmm. so nicely. So, rating. Ooh. Let's do our rating. Well, if the sex in this book doesn't get a 10, then no thing fucking gets a 10. <laughs> what does, like... It's straight up, oh my god. What's our 10? I saw God. I found God. <laughs> I found God. I saw him. We just asked, said, I just saw ya. him. Hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> your suck. Oh. Yeah, these weird angels you got running around <laughs> down here. Why are you going to send them to Earth? They're causing some trouble. Like, I just Can you send them somewhere here's else? Here's a side note what? that has nothing to do with this particular <laughs> book. I mean, it is side. It is tangentially related mm-hmm. to this topic which it, ha- it comes up in a lot of pop culture like it's in um supernatural and all of those things yeah the whole idea that god created angels and they don't have free will and then god created man and gave them free will and then the angels got jealous and fought mm-hmm. that's free will <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the angels having free will and making uh-huh. choices Based on that, that they're unhappy. Yeah, I get really uppity when I see some of those in a Dude. lot of a lot of pop culture. Does that oh, where yeah. I'm just like, no, no. If they really had no free will, they'd still be up there being like, this is all chill. <laughs> and then why, why would you allow them to come down to the earth of the people, the man that you've created and loved so much, to destroy our world? It gets real. Well, just, I, I mean, none of these have placed God in a particularly strong light. <laughs> None of this pop culture is really God is great. They're much more like, look at how we fucked up. I know, pretty much. She was just like, oh, fuck that one up. Fuck this one up, too. (laughs) These angels falling in love with humans, and now they're spited to be, you know, incubi on Earth. (laughs) Welcome to that, man. 
<laughs> so anyway so yes the sex i found god yes. 10 it really is i mean the sex i was, was a horny ooh. beast listening to this movie. this was so good yep my vibrator gotta mm. work out <laughs> nice <laughs> see sending all the good vibrations mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and then it's well written yeah i think it's a solid eight nine on the i writing. was gonna say eight for me yeah just because of course this is Sailet talking has a harder time grasping concepts and book theories and words in general. <laughs> but I also think that the two weeks lapse in the between. The two weeks lapse between. recording. Yeah, because we couldn't record when we were planning to. Yeah. Definitely didn't help with the retention. Also, I do have to say, like, as much as there is great sex and it's really good, I think it did distract me from the storyline a bit. Okay. Like, I think that's why I'm having a harder time figuring out what happens. Because <laughs> every time a sex scene happened, I'd be like, okay, cool. What's going on now? And then you'd get back into the like, I'd be what? like, wait, who's what? Wait, who's, huh? What just happened? <laughs> we do. We get squirrel all the time. Squirrel. As soon as the sex happens, squirrel. It's, yeah. And so... I, I, you know, so that's why I, I think it's in that eight range. Yeah, for writing because it could have. It's great. Know, like I, no, it's that's not a bad rating. No. It's nice. one to ten, so you know, <laughs> that's a good fine. rating. It's good. It's good. Well written, and we really like. We've talked about all the things we really like. Oh so, yeah, you know. Yeah. Minor no. criticism. I had a little bit of trouble following plot because I got distracted by sex. <laughs> That's not necessarily you threw the writer's sex at fault. Our faces it's more and... my attention oh, no. span's That's fault. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> I got I get ADD all the time, especially when I enjoy a book so much. I escape into a different reality. I take these characters and I make them my own, and then all of a sudden I'm not reading their book. I'm reading mine, oh, which yeah. is a fault of my own. But that's a part of the reason why I'm like, uh, so what did we just read, Kalina? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah we didn't intend to do this two weeks after reading it either sure yeah all right so on to our next book yes actually on to our next books so we did mention earlier that kim lorraine is one of the authors if not the founding author of the midnight coven i thought so but i could be wrong we make shit up all the time listen to me guys (laughs) you just heard a really random story i had about I know everything. You guys know that. Um, so our next books, actually, we're going to be reading two more books from The Midnight Coven. The first two we did were The Vampire Mates. Right? Brides. Brides. Sorry. Their very first series of yeah. books was The Vampire Bride books. And then The Vampire Mates came next. And next. then after that are The Witches, The Wicked Coven. No, the I don't know. The Witches. <laughs> cursed Coven. The Cursed Coven. Yes. Uh, and we're going to be reading again. Uh, Lisa Manifold and Corinne O'Flynn, so Wicked Love by Lisa and Wicked Truth by Corinne. And we've got a special episode for you guys next time you join us. It's so. our 50th episode. And so we wanted to do a little bit of a special episode. And luckily, Lisa and Corinne were down to come on. And Ooh, so down. they're going to be on our podcast. And they live here, so we get to interview them. Yeah, it's going to be so So it's so going to be awesome. all four of us talking about sexy witch books. It's just going to be four <laughs> ladies having a fuck, like in a hen house, just us cackling and laughing and having a good time so we hope you guys come back and join us for that it's gonna yeah. be a hoot we're really excited to be at episode 50 i mean having you know episodes out only every other week you yeah. know we're at most at the end of our second year mm-hmm. of doing this and i kind of can't believe that i feel like we started it like yesterday and also 20 years ago <laughs> anyway <Okay>. yeah <laughs> so th- no it's gonna be a great episode episode 50 next next time 
please join us. Yeah. Um, we're ha- hopefully have a really good time with Corinne and Lisa talking about their witch books and Midnight Coven and like the way romance is going, all the mm-hmm. fun things about this genre that we all love so much. Yep. All right. Well, thank you. In the meantime. Please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Anything your you know thoughts on anything we've talked about? Tell me how I'm an idiot for constantly using his name while I'm <laughs> You're not an idiot. <laughs> or tell me you do too, and then I'm right and she's wrong. I'm totally <laughs> whatever. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> we'll take both sides of the his argument. Name? Are you screaming? <laughs> ben and Jerry. <laughs> yes. No. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, so please reach out. We're on all the social medias. Well, okay, that's probably a lie. I'm sure there's ones that cool young kids are on that I don't know about. Uh, Like, what the fuck is TikTok, guys? Don't talk about it. Oh, don't. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're not there. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is shdirtybooks at all three places, and that is shh. With three H's, shh, dirty books. And then you can also just email us at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And you can also go to our website at shdirtybooks.com and anywhere you would find podcasts, mainly. Sometimes you won't find us there. Other times you will. All the ones that we can be on for free. All of the free ones are there. <laughs> Anything yeah. that takes more than that, we're not there. And if you're an author who is interested in us reading your book, please reach out. Send Absolutely. us an email. Hit us up on Instagram, on We'd Facebook. We'd love to do it. We would really, really love to do it. We, Even if, if it's not paranormal. Yeah. We'll be interested anyway. Yeah. And, you know, guys, I know it's hard and we, we ask for it, but... If you are an iTunes user, <laughs> please rate and review us. It awesome. seems to be like legitimately the only place that that happens mm-hmm. and that it matters. And we have three reviews <laughs> and yeah. they're all our friends, <laughs> which we love and we love you guys and, and thank you. But if it's any way that you could just go on there, if you like us and you come back every week or every other week <laughs> whenever we post, just, yeah, just a quick rating and reviewing yeah. on iTunes, on the Apple podcast. That would be really helpful. Thank you. We know you're out there. Oh, we, we know you're listening. We get the analytics. We know there are listeners, but we can't keep doing, you know, the reviews ourselves. So we would really appreciate it. And we love it when you guys reach out to us. So that'd yeah. be really amazing if We're you did. We're pretty friendly on all, pretty you friendly. know, Twitter might, you might not hear from us for a while if you reach out on Twitter. But the other ones, we're really responsive. Our website does our Twitter for us. It's not It's not any one of us. It's, Twitter's so political that I don't do it very often. Yeah, we don't go there very often. But Instagram's pretty. It's just yeah. photos. And, you know. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Jim Towson, for the music yeah. of our podcast. We love it. And our intro and outro sounds so nice. Yes, it okay. does. Well, now this is Kalina. And this is Sayla. Bye-bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylet. Be sure to tune in to the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. <laughs>